Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. There's an enigma, a mystery in pro football history that we need to try to resolve. And that is, what is a dynasty and what teams should be considered dynasty? We're going to tell you about a process we're starting to try to resolve this problem and have something for future generations to look at and measure what a dynasty is in pro football. And our story is coming up and how we're doing that and how you can help in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And welcome to an edition where I am going to unveil a new project that we are going to do here at Pigskin Dispatch. And it is to answer the age-old question of what is a pro football dynasty? Now notice I said, what's a pro football dynasty? Not necessarily an NFL dynasty, even though the NFL is the predominant uh, figure in professional football. But we want to talk about some of these teams uh, from other leagues, maybe, you know, the, the AFL, the AAFC, uh, you know, CFL, uh, some of these leagues, and try to define what a dynasty is in football lore. And uh, we'll tell you more about that in a second, what our plans are to do. But before we do that, let's talk about our newsletter. We have one that comes out each and every day at 6.30 a.m. You can subscribe totally free, cancel at any time. And what you're going to get is in your email inbox each and every day about 6.30 a.m. You're going to get a dispatch of sports history for that particular day. That's going to be items that are coming out on Pigskin Dispatch, our podcast, our website uh, blog posts, and Jersey Dispatch, as well as Orville Mulligan, our sports audio drama, and many items from other sites as well, including the Sports History Network and our friends that post there. So it's really easy to subscribe. Go to the top of Pigskin Dispatch, find our little article or our little pull-down menu for subscribing to our uh, daily newsletter, or go to the show notes of this very podcast and follow the links. Now, football pundits often use the word dynasty to refer to some great teams in professional football history. Now, the term may be overused and some outstanding teams are credited with the moniker and maybe they haven't reached that honor, while others may not be getting their due at all. Now, football fans get caught up in it too and label this team and that as a dynasty. We sort of use that maybe a little bit too loosely. Well, this series and this project is to go through and to try to figure out what pro gridiron empires and their accomplishments over time and then determine if they meet the moniker of being a dynasty. So first off, we have to figure out and define what is a dynasty in pro football. 
Now, many have tried to explain the requirements to be a dynasty, and the most generic qualifications are to be at the top of the competitive field for an extended period of time, and that extended period is over succession of seasons in the case of football, and overall there has to be an element of sustained success where a franchise is on top contender every season in the considered span to garner the label of dynasty. Now, to do this tax with diligence, we have to use some facts and data to support crowning of a dynasty. Now, these facts must be relevant throughout the history of organized professional football. Just as a starting off point, I'm going to pick September of 1920, uh, when American professional football was sort of organized and the APFA uh, was founded, which turned into the NFL, and then go forward to the primary professional American football leagues and North American football leagues and tinker with that date too. We may go below that date a little bit. Uh, it's not hard, fast set date, but it's just a great reference point to sort of keep us grounded. Now, for the sake of our study, we need to determine how many seasons are required to consider being a dynasty. And in that span, does the team need to have won a title? If so, how many championships does it take for the criteria of being a dynasty in pro football? Another factor that we can measure is the winning percentage over a span, the span and under consideration. Now the dominance of this type is rare and it's not easy to do in any era during the last plus 100 years of organized leagues of professional level. There has to be a better way of determining a dynasty because we all now have the facts and statistics and there's many opinions out there too. Now, this project aims to harness these two things and provide a template to measure whether a team should be deemed a dynasty or merely a darn good team or maybe something else. So, I asked the question, what is an NFL dynasty? Now, if you go to Pigskin Dispatch, follow the links to get to the uh, website article that goes with this podcast. We have a little short little Google form there with three or four questions. Uh, it's totally anonymous. Uh, you won't be getting bugged with the email. Uh, but we just want to answer what your opinion is of a football dynasty. If you could answer, help us answer that question, it's going to help us determine those data points. We have already have uh, three or four dozen football history experts and uh, people that in the know that have already put their two cents worth in. And we're going to share some of that with you right now, but we'd still like to have you fill out that form too and help us out. Now, polling dozens of pro football historians and authors and statisticians and the responses on the criteria of what pro football dynasties are and is, it's amazing and diverse. And there are some common threads that uh, the vast majority agreed on. And we're going to get to those and some of the results right after you hear this. Friends, I have to share something with you. My house is going crazy this past weekend. We got our latest delivery from Funky Chunky Gourmet Popcorn. And oh my gosh, was this a special treat. Uh, we had some of the great items that they offer. It's not just gourmet popcorn, although it is excellent popcorn they have. They have a nutty choco pop. We had some peanut butter chocolate popcorn, salty caramel, and a chip zell pop. But they also have some great chocolate covered pretzels we got in a variety pack. And I'll tell you what, it is unbelievable and tasty and you can't put the bag down once you start on it so you strap on that feed bag and and feed on that funky chunky so you can find them at funkychunky.com i highly recommend them and tell them that darren hayes of pigskin dispatch sent you 
Before the break, we told you there were some common threads to what some of these experts have answered back and telling what a pro football dynasty is. The first of those is dominance in that era. Now, I think it's without argument that a dynasty must be one of the best teams of the era that they were in that we want to qualify them for. And there are many ways to look at and quantify being dominant. A few of those suggested the winning percentage of the team, the amount of championships in that span that we're looking at, that tall, small piece of time, which is undefined as of yet, and the point differential percentage uh, that teams have done. We're going to share some other items too, but that's sort of the common ones that all people have said that's, you know, we have data that goes back 100 some years that'll tell us those kind of things. Now the span or reign of the dynasty to consider. I asked our experts in, again in that poll that you will be helping us with too, now what they thought the number of seasons should be to be considered a dynasty. Now there are some interesting comments uh, that came in anonymously. Now, one responder says he thinks it depends on the era. It was much easier to dominate opponents before the salary cap and easier to do that before the merger and easier than before the war. So he feels it should be maybe a three to four year run to be defined as a dynasty. Another answer that came in was on top of today is an impressive as a five or six year run in the 1950s. Uh, he's thinking, you know, like the Patriots versus the Browns or the Lions uh, runs that they had. So another way to look at that. Another responder said a minimum of three, but the shorter the window of success is, the higher level of success must be offset. His example is a 10 year average of 10 and a half wins and an 80 plus point differential with a Super Bowl win might qualify. Well, over three years, you might think you might have to have 13 wins with 160 plus points on that side and win. So some very interesting things to consider in there. Now, some other items to consider. I did some research uh, besides the polls, and I tried to go out to some of the articles that we have on the internet and try to see what the definition of dynasty is out there. There's not a whole lot out there. That's why we're trying to do this study, to try to have some place for people to go in the future. But there was an interesting article I came across from the Bleacher Report in 2009. Cody Swartz was the author, and he put out a post a few years ago titled The 10 Steps for Building an NFL Dynasty. Now, Mr. Swartz had some thoughts on the building process for building up Pro Dynasty, and we can borrow some of these for our study. Not all 10 apply to identifying a dynasty, but build, they do for building a dynasty. But here are a few of the, the 10 points that he brought out in his article in 2009. Now he suggests that they should be a perennial top four of the respective league that they're in for the entire span. They have to be the most dominant team in their sport during that reign. They can't lose the title game consistently. They have to have sort of that solid same core of players and stars. And to go along with that, uh, maybe a Hall of Fame connection combination of a quarterback and coach, which seems to be a common thread. He also brought out that maybe uh, that they prevented another team from dominating. And one of the examples he brought out is if the Pittsburgh Steelers are a dynasty of the 1970s, did they prevent the 1970s Dallas Cowboys or Oakland Raiders from being a, a dominant team and maybe not a dynasty because they overshadowed them? Some good points. 
He also suggests possibly maybe they need to have an elite defense because that seems to be one that uh, gives a championship. The, the old uh, you know, defenses win championships theory that had gone around for years. Now, the experts and historians polled also had some other great ideas and suggestions. And for many, the poll was anonymous, so I'm not sure uh, which of them suggested. So if you're listening and you responded, I apologize for not citing and giving you credit. You want to send me an email separately. We'll, we'll make sure you get the credit for that. But I did not ask for your email and your identity purposely, just so we had a nice, nice unbiased uh, pool of data to go by. Uh, the number of players and coaches who make the Hall of Fame from that team that might be a consideration. The number of MVP or all pro players on that team uh, during the reign of their dynasty. Uh, division titles could be another one. Possibly the, the number unknown number of players that are in the team for more than two years during that dynasty period. Sort of building upon what uh, you know, Bleacher Report was saying with that core players. Now, our friend Oz Davis did respond to me. He is a really nice post that he is uh, it's actually going up on uh, sportshistorynetwork.com. Uh, I believe it's going up today. And he has some, some great theories, has a, a great piece. I highly recommend that you read it to, to go with that study. And it ties into what we're doing here. And he goes through the history of what a dynasty is in the political and uh, country building realm. And then brings it back into the world of sport and especially football. And he came up with a very interesting formula that uh, may be some of consideration too. He calls it his dominance level theory. And he has the dominance level for formula being a combination of championship wins and championship losses where you only get a, a partial credit for that. Playoff appearances uh, divided by the amount of years in the span that you're looking at coming up with a, a number there to uh, consider and maybe a threshold has to be met to become a dynasty. All very interesting thoughts, and we are going to take them all in consideration. We're still formulating our, putting together our formula, but what we want to do in this series is take a team under consideration and plug in the facts about this team uh, once we determine what the amount of years are and your poll that you're going to fill out for us is going to greatly do that again you can follow a link uh, through the show notes and take you to the web our website pigskindispatch.com the form will be in that article you can do that and uh, we'll, we'll take these numbers and make sure they meet the span and meet the criteria uh, from some of these suggestions that are coming in here. And we're still taking suggestions in. And we're probably going to start this in the next week or two with some of these teams uh, under consideration and learn a lot about football history in the process, some of the players, some of these teams and what they did and their accomplishments and just some amazing things are going to be unveiled. And it's going to be a lot of fun to do here over the next few months. And I can't wait to do that. We're going to have some guests on too to help us. So, Again, if you'd like to email us and send your comments in and put your two cents worth on this, besides doing our poll, you can send it to me at pigskindispatch.gmail.com and I answer each and every one. And I thank you for your patrons. Thank you for listening and reading our, our items on the pigskindispatch.com and this Pigskin Dispatch podcast. Till next time, everybody, have a great gridiron day. We're taking a peek over at the chains and the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in.
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast as well as Jersey Dispatch on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.